conversation, right? We're having a conversation in person today, which yeah. makes me feel extra weird. Yeah. I'm like looking your I know. face in my face. It feels awkward. <laughs> <laughs> you can see me reacting. Oh, God, what if I react in a way you're not expecting? And then it causes this awkward conversation change. I mean, I feel like that's just how conversations go, though. That's right? true. That's true. It'll be authentic. Very authentic. Ooh. <clears throat> it's a little fry there. A little vocal fry. I'm okay with vocal fry. <sighs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's... It, I w- don't worry about long pauses, because I edit out long pauses, and when we're like, um, okay, so... <laughs> You're not editing this out. I can tell right now. No. The look on your face. This will I all do, be in I there. Do. I edit it out for time because otherwise it would be like a lot longer because we are like part of it is us trying to very chatty people through our sources. Oh, yeah. There resources. is a lot of that. Yeah. So in person, are you going to be able to hear me picking at my fingernails? Oh, God. Probably. Ugh. That. Edit out. All of it. <laughs> Get it out of here. I just want a slice of birthday cake on the floor. Listen, it's from tea time, okay? Oh, it's apple. It is a slice of apple pie. From oh, that's pie? Cake That's pie. fancy. Yeah. I just pulled a lot of my own hair out. Oh, my God. And I just put it on your floor. It's okay. <laughs> I just thought I was sitting in the same spot that I'm sitting now that day that we were texting, and you said that you did something weird awkwardly, and I was like, yeah, I want to tell you how weird that is, but I pulled this really coarse hair out of my head and I just rubbed it in between my fingers for the last 10 minutes and I can't let it go and I'm very <laughs> upset about it. <laughs> so, oh it's cool. God. Eventually, I dropped that hair on this carpet also. Oh, okay. We vacuum. We do have a vacuum. Okay. One of those fancy ones that's got a ball. And now they can be together. Ball. Yeah. 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 All that Turner sister DNA All on the floor. Hair on the floor. Only if there's the white part of the tip of the hair right that's the part that has the dna in it i don't know i know literally nothing about forensics Uh, i should know more because i watch forensic files a lot yeah i think it's the piece of white like when you pull a hair out and the little piece of white is the only piece that actually has like living dna in it and the rest of that is just dead yeah so however excited you are about your super long hair it's like you just let your hair die even longer than the other people with shorter hair yeah oh when i told mila that she did not like it she didn't like picturing anything on her being dead Ooh! did you tell her what happens when she gets a sunburn uh no she doesn't get sunburns no peeling Mm -mm. dang so we went boating for fourth of july and I put sunscreen on us before we left to go to the harbor, and then uh, like told like like we applied like everywhere or whatever, and then we'd been out on the boat for I don't know like half an hour or forty minutes, and I reapplied to both of us, and basically just kept doing that like whenever I would start to feel a little toasty, I would reapply. Um, I got sunburned. <laughs> Yeah, tops of my legs, skin. arms, back of my neck, <laughs> tops of my ears. Uh, she got like these little red, like right across the top of her cheeks, and I think it was just I didn't spray or like rub sunscreen like underneath her eyes at all. No, you don't so, want to get but, like, it in your eyes. The reflection of the water, I think, like made it worse or whatever. So that night we went to bed, 
next morning she wakes up brown all over no more pink in the cheeks like just tan goddess and i woke up like extra red (laughs) (laughs) you woke up because it hurt to be laying in your own skin Uh, yeah i woke up because i had to roll over onto my back because the tops of my legs hurt to touch the sheets yep that was me yeah that's how it goes um but no, so now she thinks that like she can't get a sunburn, and I'm pretty sure she still could. She wasn't careful, but well, one worse than a burn is you can. That I'm going dark. Nope, nope. <laughs> what radiation? No, UV I mean rays? you don't have to get a sunburn to get skin cancer, right? And so you still have to be very careful. You just have to be a member of our family. That's so upsetting. I'm avoiding <laughs> eye contact with you because we're what? sitting across from each other. And I'm like, Do you want to sit side by side and not look at each other? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So what is this? This is periodically and the podcast. The podcast. Not the review of the oh, I already said elements in the periodic table. Dang it! Like a uh, dead joke. Sorry. It's Sorry. okay. There's it's not okay. that many. What if this is the first episode that somebody w- listens to? They're not going to know your periodic table joke. Oh. Do you want to start over? Let's do it again. <laughs> this is periodically the podcast, and we're not talking about the elements in the periodic table. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> oh. That was perfect. <laughs> No, we're talking about periods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, menstruation. And that's Tom D. Rainey. And that's Jen Turner. <laughs> and we are sisters. We are sisters. And today we're going to talk about PMS. But before we talk about PMS... Okay. I have a story to tell. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm so excited. excited. This is a story... You're excited, too? Are we equally excited? I'm excited to hear a story that you've been waiting to tell me about periods. Oh, I told you the story as soon as it happened. Oh, okay. But I haven't told I all completely of forgotten. our seven listeners this story. <laughs> <laughs> People have listened to our show over a hundred times. I know. I'm one of them. Oh. <laughs> uh, was it you? <laughs> it was. It's not all me. Uh... So, we started a podcast about periods, and I thought, how great it is that now I'll have all these period stories to tell for the rest of all time. Um, so, I went on vacation, and this year, every time that I've traveled, especially on an airplane, I have been on my period. But this year in particular, I was going on momcation. Um, a few weeks ago. Can you explain what a momcation means? Momcation is running away from your husband and children with your best friend, who is also running away from her husband and children, because you just need a little bit of quiet time and a lot of alcohol. And so we went to Vegas for a few days, and it was so incredible and so amazing. Um, known for its moms. Known for its moms. It, it's a little bit sad. I don't know if we'll ever need to do Vegas again, because we had the most responsibly fun time. And if you can have, like, a responsibly fun time in Las Vegas, like, why don't we just go to, like, Palm Springs or go wine tasting? Ooh, Palm Springs. <laughs> I would like to go there. Like, if you can comfortably make it to your to the airport at 9 a.m. on a Sunday morning in Vegas, maybe just don't do Vegas next time. 
<laughs> I mean, but it sucks to be hungover and travel. It does. And we know that because we're like, it sucks to be hungover and do anything. But now that we have to be hungover and like up at 5 a.m. with kids, like mm-hmm. we especially know how much it would suck to be up at 5 a.m. hungover and going home to those kids. Yeah. <laughs> the worst oh. i've been hungover traveling back from las vegas before when i was in college and it sucks to be in an airplane when you feel like dying and you can't get comfortable well and we went to Ugh. las vegas in the end of june so it was 150 no 112 degrees when we landed at 11 p.m oh my god i thought you were gonna say 150 115 <laughs> was the high of the day that we were flying in but it was only 112 <laughs> when we got there Oh my gosh. Um, but we, so we had a hard time because we flew Southwest, so fuck you, Southwest. Oh, I like Southwest. Oh, they were terrible. They changed our flight uh, three different times in the course of us, like, arriving to the airport and getting ready to leave. Um, and we didn't wander far. We were down the hall, uh, and we kept listening to hear if there was changes to our flight, and they never announced it. But they had moved our flight back an hour, and then they moved it forward 40 minutes without us knowing. And so they paged us and said that our flight was leaving immediately. So we go running to the flight without time to go to the bathroom. And I had started my period earlier that day. Did you know earlier that day? That I was starting my period? Yeah. It was very, very light. Very incredibly light. Super light. And I thought, you know, not a big problem I'll just take care of it on the plane um and that didn't happen <laughs> uh and so it was a very hard flight explain how that didn't happen if you knew that you had to take care of it well I didn't know oh okay I had changed my tampon when we first got to the airport but I have a particularly heavy flow except at that point it wasn't heavy and I didn't think so you that were it thinking would you get had more heavy. time than you had. Exactly. And we had the uh, don't get up and move sign kept coming on. Oh, so it was like a turbulent flight. Yeah. And so we, uh, I needed to go and I couldn't. And, I, and what I didn't realize, especially on the flight home, is how many people are like, I don't care about that sign and I'm going to go to the bathroom and no one's going to say anything to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah, there's a lot of that. And I realized that I could have done the same. But long story short, the sign says don't get up and move. And I, the world's most perfect rule follower, <laughs> did not get up and move. I mean, but to be fair, we're living in a climate where if you break rules on an airplane, they will drag you off. Maybe even mid-flight Maybe. At this Maybe. Yeah. That wasn't my concern. My concern was just that there was a rule and that I shouldn't break it. <laughs> Like, I am the person that you see standing, waiting until the sign says walk at a crosswalk because I don't know. I know enough terrible drivers who would hit you if you walk, even though the crosswalk doesn't say walk. So, I'm a rule follower. I can't help it. So, I did not get up and take care of it, quote unquote. And I definitely started the world's heaviest flow about (laughs) mid-flight and perioded through my shorts. Uh, but when we landed, it immediately was so hot inside of the plane <laughs> that I didn't know if I just was very sweaty because my legs were all stuck. Like I was wearing right. shorts and my legs were stuck together from the sweat. So I thought I was just super sweaty. And then I went to the bathroom as soon as we got off the plane and was very disappointed to find, you know, big old leakage. <laughs> Ugh, I know that. <laughs> 
So I got to tie a sweater around my waist and look just like just total mom. Um, and then the next day, because we were at a hotel uh, and not like a, a house with a washer and dryer, right. I got to go buy new shorts. Oh, man. So that I had clothes that I could wear in 112 degree weather. Like, right. Without looking like you had sat in a crime scene. Exactly. Yeah. So angry. So, yeah. <laughs> I've bled through my pants a bunch of times, and I don't have a heavy flow. Um, it's so hard for me because, it, like I said, I, I, go, I go from, oh, this is fine, this is fine, to everything's not fine, the floodgates are open, deal with it right now. And so leakage is a problem. Um, but that's when I do have friends who've told me that they will wear, like, backup measures no matter what. Like a panty liner and a tampon? Mm-hmm. Or even, like, that a, during heavy, even just, like, heavy a parts. pad pad because the panty liner isn't going to do it if you start leaking and you don't have the opportunity to get up and change your tampon, so. I like to use the panty liner as, like, a, a warning pad. Mm. So then I know I need to change my situation up if I feel any dampness. That was the worst part, honestly. So sweaty here. Am I just sticky and gross all over? Yeah. Or what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> uh, my worst, like, bleeding through the pants story was back right after college when I was working at that telephone company. Ooh. And, yeah, originally I got hired to do proofreading for the phone book, so I was excited to use my... Degree? Degree and editorial skills. But then I think like a month into me working there and training, they got bought by this bigger company and my position got like, they got rid of my position and basically offered me to be a customer sales and service rep, which is like a phone salesperson. <laughs> and so then we were always on the clock and we could take our, our bathroom breaks were limited to three minutes. We had to clock in and be back by three minutes. And I remember one day, like, I wasn't feeling good. I was drinking a lot back then, like, living in a house with friends who were still in college at the time. So uh, I never knew when my period was coming because I wasn't eating well. I was drinking, doing drugs, and, yeah. So, and and working for a company that drug tested. That's a different story. Um <laughs> But anyway, I went to lunch and didn't, and felt like crap, and then I came back and was working the afternoon and and realized that I had started my period and I had blood through my pants, and I had to take um, a sick day, like the full day, even though I left after lunch. Ah. Yeah, that made me so mad. I, like, I got to go home a couple of hours early, but I had to take the full sick day. Man. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> that was um, my manager's name. He sounds like a dick. I I have <laughs> questions about this that maybe this isn't the right podcast for, but if you had to clock in and out, like today I took a shit that took at least 15 minutes to come out, but when I felt the rumble, like I didn't know that it was going to take that long. I'm really surprised that it takes you that long because I think of you as being so much more regular. Um, but sometimes it just really, like, you're like, okay, you know, squirt one, wait a little, squirt two. Right. (laughs) 
I don't want to get up and come back to the bathroom three more times over the course of the next 15 minutes. Right. So I'm just going to sit here. So was that just, like, not a luxury that you guys had? I just had to – you had to make up the time. Oh. Yeah. That's terrible. Um, and it was, like, I mean, phone tree people, I'm sure the technology or is better or maybe it's worse, but – um, if you were gone for a certain amount of time, then it took you out of the ability to, like, make calls. So you'd have to, like, re-log in by the time you got back to your desk. Yeah, it was this whole gross thing. Like, people are not meant to work that way. No. I remember, I mean, I didn't ever save it, but I used to commute for somewhere between three and four hours round trip daily. So by the time I got to work in the morning... I had been in the car for an hour and a half, and my coffee had been, like, kicked in. But it was always so great to just come clock in and then just, you know, straight to the bathroom and be like, oh, I'm paid for this. Nice. Solid 15 minutes of freedom. No, back then it was like, you know, clench. So get to your computer, clock in, and then clench and hope to God it doesn't come out before you get to the bathroom. (laughs) An hour and a half. <laughs> and, like, the first sips of coffee, they're like, you know, oh, did you need to get rid of something? We have digressed so far. We're talking. We're talking about the human body. It's a beautiful thing. It is a, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful thing. Yes. That body is a temple. Yes. Except after ice cream. <laughs> oh, no. We just ate ice cream. I know. That's what I thought about. Ugh. Oh no! Do you need me to pause? No, we're okay. <laughs> for now. Well, it's the magic of radio and editing and video. I don't know what I'm talking about, but we can we can pause and then I can edit it all if together. If this was video, seamlessly. I feel like there would be visual cues like on video, like oh, her face is turning green. <laughs> her face like, is getting purple, clenching. Maybe we should pause. Oh my gosh. <laughs> If you keep talking about it, I'm going to have to go. So okay, all stop right, talking all right. about it. But it does leave. So today, what are we talking about today, Jen? Today we're talking about PMS. Yes. Which is premenstrual syndrome. Not to be confused with um, premenstrual pro- symptoms. Oh, I was thinking project management system. Um, You know... Maybe. For project managers. Maybe tech kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, symptoms. I, had, I haven't heard that one before. So this is what I was just reading about. I got really grumpy about it. I think there's a photo of me reading and disagreeing wholeheartedly before even actually reading fully the text of what I was reading. Oh, that's what you were reading when yeah. I took that photo just now? Yeah. So PMS is premenstrual syndrome, which is defined as... Defining the syndrome? Yeah. Oh. How do you get diagnosed with PMS, premenstrual syndrome? I actually have no idea. I didn't know you could be diagnosed with it. I thought it was just, like, symptoms that happened. Okay. I'll back up because what I read that made me grumpy at first, the title of the article was uh, that you probably don't have PMS, which is premenstrual syndrome. Mm. Um, to get diagnosed with PMS, it has to be um, you having multiple premenstrual symptoms that are affecting your day-to-day living. Wow. Because a, most of us say, like I bummer. say, that I have PMS, but what I actually have is frustrating, irritating premenstrual symptoms that 
probably aren't affecting my day-to-day life to the point where I can't live it out. So they happen throughout your entire cycle? No. That's what the syndrome is? No, but there's over 150 symptoms that you can link to pre- the premenstrual condition. Mm, and I so you that. have to have multiple symptoms that people are making People breathing it. around you, people <laughs> eating around you, people being around you. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. me, the trigger is generally when I start to really um, get emotionally involved with the character development in the children's movie Sing <laughs> and I start bawling because it's just so beautiful. That's a good, you know, that's a good eye opener for me that maybe these things are all about to start happening this month. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. But yeah, but that's why I mean I was frustrated by the title article and that's why it's so important to actually read into what you're reading because sometimes right. they're trying to suck you in with these grumpy titles. But that's the point is that maybe we don't all have PMS. We are experiencing premenstrual symptoms, not having premenstrual syndrome. Right. Okay. So in our last episode we talked about periods 101, but we really just focused on um like everything leading up to the bleeding part yeah yeah um and so this part of the cycle is it says it occurs one to two weeks before your period starts yeah so between ovulation and bleeding that's when it happens yeah okay um i had a random conversation with dad ah (laughs) ah okay about eggs (laughs) Ah, go on. I'm going to not make that noise anymore. Maybe. Because I was talking, he, he wanted to talk to me about ovulation. I don't know if he's been listening to the show or not, Ugh. but he's like, my men's study group is like, they're talking about reproductive biology for some reason. Um, I think the doctor was leading a, a discussion that they were having, but basically, um, the egg, the egg gets fertilized in the fallopian tube. Mm-hmm. And then if it's fertilized, that's it gets caught in the uterus and by the lining and gets to stay. Right. So I I think like if I need to issue a correction or something because I assumed that um ov- the the fertilization happened in the uterus, but it actually happens in the fallopian tubes. Oh yeah, so which that's is scary. It is because that's how you uh, ectopic pregnancy yeah. is when it attaches too early in the tube. And right. If it, if it attaches in the tube, um, once that baby starts growing, that would kill you. Right. So your egg either is fertilized by the time it reaches your uterus, or it's shattered into a million pieces. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I don't remember if that we if did we clarify I don't think we did you thought that yeah I had some assumptions so I might have discussed it one way I don't know if Mm. I actually verbalized that but I just always thought of like the diagrams and the videos you see of like the egg's path into the uterus like oh yeah yeah. it's either a baby or it gets flushed out with you know all the fun stuff yeah (laughs) oh man um, yeah. Okay, well, thank you for the correction. Yes. That or... was my Saturday morning breakfast conversation. That's so upsetting with Dad. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> uh, and so I want to... So Dad clarified this information for you? Yes. Dad did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, this is great. He's going to talk to me about ovulation and, and uh, fertilization. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride this wave as far as it goes. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Making all those noises. But wouldn't it be so great to just be able to talk to your dad about your eggs dropping? Oh my god. I mean, I'm in a position where I don't know if I can go back. No, I don't think you can. Yeah. Um, now, when they're dropping, I mean, I've kind of been of the persuasion that if I have to deal with it, everyone around me is going to have to deal with it. That and not that true. I'm going to be like an outright bitch on purpose, but when I'm not feeling well, it's obvious I'm a wimp, um, so people are going to know about it. Why are you laughing? <laughs> you know I'm a wimp. <laughs> no. I've never seen you, like, hungover. Oh, my gosh. Where all life stops and we better just watch seven episodes of a show yeah. on the couch with yeah. a lot of water yeah. and maybe a cheeseburger. Oh, no. No cheeseburger. Is that just me? I think, yeah, I'm not an eater to recover. I'm a sleep drink a little bit of water but mostly sleep i usually am not but if i have a particularly bad hangover i have to do some form of greasy food like that's when the big mac is the most delicious either when i'm already super drunk Mm -hmm. or when i'm suffering from the world's worst hangover is when i think that the big mac is a good idea i'm really intimidated by that middle piece of bread I wouldn't be. Most of the time it's off to the side and you're going to pick a part of, like, a pick a ring of it off and, like, not eat it anyway. Because it doesn't look like the commercial. It, we okay. all know that. It doesn't come out looking like the commercial. It just seems so tall to me and I have this fear of, like, cracking the corners of my mouth so oh, I hate eating. Have you had McDonald's food? I, it's like eating a wet rag. I, it's not going to crack. <laughs> I don't like to put things in my mouth that are, like, oh, yeah, yeah. wider, okay. like, or taller than my mouth is. That's why, I, I swear to, I, I don't think you've ever seen one, like, not on TV. Yeah, I haven't. I've never ordered one. Because, it, like, it comes out and you're like, what is this? Is this just, like, a cheeseburger? It's like someone threw the ingredients Smushed for a cheeseburger. Smushed all together. Into a it box. It looks like maybe the employee, like, stepped on it first oh, and then God. put it in the box and gave it to you. This fell on the floor, but we hope you enjoy it. <laughs> we know you won't know the difference anyway. Oh my gosh. Oh. I feel like I've learned so much already. I know. That's what we do here. Yeah. We teach people all about life. And okay. Life. Okay. So, one to two weeks before your bleeding starts, um, some people experience PMS. Uh, like, I didn't really have a regular period until... Uh, my daughter was born so I've only had like a regular cycle with symptoms on a regular basis for the past eight years probably a little bit less than eight because I was all messed up for a while after I had my daughter because you know you're just your system's doing a hard reset yeah (laughs) but uh yeah so it's just been in like the last few years and what I've noticed about myself is that uh, once a quarter, which is like once every three periods, I have I have one where I have really really intense premenstrual symptoms, like I get depression or just like overwhelming feelings um, of just like not of just being like overwhelmed, like everything is too much, um, or I get uh, I will get 
a really bad hangover, not hangover, <laughs> I will get a really bad migraine that feels like I'm hungover because I started getting into where I have, like, nausea, mm. sensitivity to light. Ah. Yeah, like, can't move. Like, I just want to be in, like, a cold bed yeah. until I don't feel like dying anymore. Um, but, yeah, that's just it's just been within, like, the last six or seven years that, that I've had that. But I don't know. What are what are your symptoms like? Um, mine have also changed over time. So, uh, before I had kids, I remember being very grumpy, very very grumpy, very angry and annoyed at the smallest things. And I think sometimes it's still like that for me. But the biggest change for me has been a shift from grumpy and angry to so much crying. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So much That's what crying. I mean by the overwhelmed. Like, yeah. I reach a point where I'm like, I can't handle this anymore, and I just have to cry. Yeah. Like, there was a time we got our cats. Oh, I got pregnant pretty soon after, so it must have been after our, our daughter was born. But there was one time where they just cuddled up with each other. They're brothers. Their names are Wayne and Garth. They're fantastic. They're awesome. Um... And they just, like, lay down in a sunbeam together and cuddled. And I was like, it's just so fucking beautiful. I love you so much. Oh, my gosh. And then it was like, I think I'm going to start my period real soon after this. Yeah. Really? The cats cuddling in a sunbeam <laughs> really got to you? Um, so, yeah, oh that's been gosh. really interesting because I definitely remember you could tell um, – I and I I didn't see this anywhere as an actual symptom, um, but that I used to break out really bad around my period too, like face breakouts. Um, I have that now. Okay. I've been tracking it on my Clue app oh. that I love. Um, oh, Clue! Clue is where that article was that I was so grumpy about. Yeah, at first. I love totally Clue. makes sense. Oh my god, they're the best. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, my biggest symptoms, I have always been crampy, and lately, uh, in particular, I'll get really bad cramps about a day or two leading up to, mm-hmm. um, which is so frustrating, because I'm like, why does this hurt? It feels like everything dying inside. <laughs> it's like the warning shot. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, there, oh, okay, yeah. there we go. Um, it's like your uterus is sending up a flare. Yeah. Yeah. Or down, if you will. Well, um, I yeah. mean, Yeah. Uh, Sends it up to my brain. Exactly. Um, oh, up. Yeah, your brain is way up from your uterus. Yeah. Most of the time. Most of the time. When I'm laying down, they're about the same. Uh, what I also think is interesting is I uh, have started exercising a lot more in my life after children. Did you hear that? That you've been exercising more? No. That is interesting. No, no, no. Um, that weird outside noise. But Oh, yeah. Um, I thought it was a sprinkler or something. I don't know what it was. Okay, I listen to a lot of murder podcasts. <laughs> well, you're safe and here. is this going to turn into one? No. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't know what that noise was. Yeah, I, do know that, I do know that a crackhead broke into my car one time while we were here. But you you locked your doors, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And I don't fine. have anything in there worth stealing unless they you're want, fine. like, Milo's kind of gross booster seat. Yeah, that was what was... There it is again. It sounds like a sprinkler. I think it's something like shaking out a McDonald's bag because they heard us talking about Big Mac. There it is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we have to investigate. <laughs> I feel like a detective right now. 
<laughs> I'm gonna go over to the window. Oh my god. Uh, I don't even remember where. What was I saying? Oh, I started exercising more after kids than I ever did beside, like, outside of high school, and it's made my symptoms a lot less bad. What is it? I knew it. Someone's just fertilizing the grass. <gasps> I just remembered Wayne's out there. Yeah, that'll happen. Making a McDonald's bag because they know that this Big Mac that they just got is shit because they heard us talking about it. They're probably mad. Probably so mad. Oh my gosh, probably do you think they're going to come up here? Like, hey, you ruined my perfectly good dinner. We heard what you said about Big Macs. <laughs> <laughs> you assholes. Um, yeah, so exercising has really helped alleviate some of the symptoms that I used oh, to God. feel. That just seems so counterintuitive, though. I know, but I, I, I don't know. It's been um, yoga. That's one of my favorite things. I do this all the time now. <laughs> I'm putting my hands together at my heart center, for those of you who can't see, which is literally everyone besides Jen. You know who else does yoga? Um, my son. Not really. He just says namaste all the time, and it's hilarious. Weird. He doesn't know what it means, and he's definitely not a yoga chill kind of person. <laughs> Our dad. What? There's a yoga mat in the upstairs TV room. He does it with a, like a, Netflix or something. I don't. It's, it's so not Netflix, but it's so good for you. We did we did yoga by the lake on this vacation that we took. It was fantastic. Did Which you Instagram else? it? No. Oh, you don't have Instagram. No, I don't have Instagram. <laughs> I have to get Instagram. By the time this airs, I will have an Instagram. Yes. And we'll be periodically tondy. You have five Instagram. years of my photos to catch up on. <laughs> it's going to take so long. No, it won't. You, I, you'll learn that, like, you'll find yourself up and you'll be like, oh, God, I laid down at 11 and it's 3 o'clock and I have seen all of Emma Roberts' Instagram photos that she's ever posted. <laughs> Did she post photos from the set of Beauty and the Beast. Um, that's Emma Watson. What? Emma Roberts is from Scream Queen. Yeah. Aww, yeah, it gets real like obscure Emma. up on Instagram. Uh, yeah. Because there's like a search thing where like you go in there like search tags <gasps> or people. But like when you when you open it up, it just shows you a random assortment of like who's posted recently. So it's like celebrities and memes and random accounts. And people that are, like, friends of your friends. I feel like, um, I can't believe I didn't get Instagram when Chris Pratt started doing What's My Snack. <laughs> it <was> so great. <laughs> What's my snack? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so should we talk about what other PMS symptoms are like? Yes. I think it's should. important to mention that the symptoms are physical and emotional. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw... Uh, I think I said that I thought this was a great topic today because I saw on Twitter that someone had retweeted a guy and said it's going to be a long day because he had said, oh, just FYI, I don't believe in menstrual pain because I'm a man. <laughs> well, that makes sense to me. I mean, men haven't experienced menstrual pain unless they've ever been around a woman. I will make them all <laughs> feel my pain. <laughs> Uh, it's just so frustrating. Like, oh, just because I haven't experienced it doesn't mean it's not real. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't, that 
doesn't really tie back to what you just said. Sorry. No, that's okay. Uh, he was probably a virgin anyway. I'm just gonna. Or a douchebag. <laughs> or both, you both. know? All of the above. Yeah. Can it be both? <laughs> okay, so what causes PMS? There's so many different symptoms, but it says changes in hormones, of course. Of course. Our friends that live in our brains and our bodies. Yeah. Um, it says here, um, it's hard to understand because it's... Well, it's chemical changes. In a, and hormones affect everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's in. It's all contained in the endocrine system, which is super complex. And if yeah. it's super complex, I mean, I mean, there's so many things that are there that you just. It will take forever for us to not forever, but it's going to take a long time for us to kind of unwind all of these we puzzles. We should make friends with an endocrinologist. My former boss was having a really hard time. Um, and she ended up seeing an endocrinologist because she was like, she runs like four miles a day. She eats super healthy and she was having a really hard time. And she had a problem with her endocrine system. And when she started seeing an endocrinologist is when like weight like started peeling off and she started mm-hmm. feeling better and like having more energy. Is it's that crazy. different from like a thyroid thing? They or thought it was thyroid, but it was, it, it wasn't. And so yeah. once you've had your thyroid checked and you're like, okay, well, I'm still doing all these things and I don't know, like, why is this happening? She started seeing the endocrinologist and they started doing a different treatment plan and it worked. Sweet. So our, and that's, but that's what's so weird is on paper, you can be tested and have, a, have your doctor think, you know, everything looks totally normal. And so if it's not this, it's not this, it's not this, it might be something here. Right. And that's like, yeah. Hormonal. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. So we've already talked about a few of the symptoms. Um, acne, which we both experience. Yay. Swollen slash tender breasts. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I get that. It's, it was, it used to be so much more uncomfortable. My good friend Gravity. <laughs> oh, boy. Has made this a lot less of an issue for me in, really? in the past few years. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. But when I was in high school and I first started, well, when I was late in high school and first started my period, I was like, why do these hurt all of a sudden? Every well, I'm month. a stomach sleeper, so I always know, like, when I'm like, I sleep on my stomach. Yeah. So that makes your boobs hurt? Yeah. When, it, when I get, when I feel sore from mm. sleeping on my stomach, that's when I'm like, great. Well, and, and I wonder if... Usually a day later I get the cramp. The, like, pain that I used to... Like, the tenderness and the pain that I used to feel is just nothing in comparison to, like, nursing a child. And maybe that's why... Or, like, having your boobs so incredibly full of Maybe they've been desensitized. Yeah, that I, like, just have, like, gone numb. And I don't feel that, like, tiny pain anymore. <laughs> maybe. Because, I mean, I remember it all the way up through my 20s, but then... I feel like after even the first time around, it's like once you've had that pain of like you get that first night of like eight straight hours of sleep, but you didn't nurse your kid or pump Ooh. and your boobs are just like rock hard yeah. and swollen. Like, and you're scared that like you clogged a duct and they're yeah. always going to feel like that. <laughs> and like, why are they, they're so red and angry. Like, um, I was so scared of clogged ducts. Nothing, oh, I would terrible. be like rubbing my boob while I was pumping or nursing. Yeah. I had Being a, like Mila, you got to get all this because yeah. I can't. <laughs> and and 
Um, especially with second baby. I feel like there was, like, old milk or something stuck in there. That's just, that's probably not a real thing, but, like, my milk came in the second time. Sorry for anyone who's not interested in kids. This is so far off topic, but, um. I mean, boobs are cool, and they're part of your body. They're, they do okay. Are they reproductive organs? They are the thing that we feed people off of when they're first New born. people. New people. Yeah. Hopefully. We're not... God, it's Game of Thrones season, so I just don't can't stop. shame. I am just saying, like, don't be Lysa Aaron from Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, that's weird. <laughs> but I will say one of my more erotic experiences in my life involved breastfeeding. Oh boy. Oh boy. We can just stop that conversation we there. We will move right along. Because uh, we started this with saying the worst pain I've ever felt is over full milk boobs. Okay, so Ooh, that, that is not a fun pain, though. Yeah, oh. so that's but that's why I think that the tenderness that I used to feel is just just not noticeable I've anymore. I've had both though, and I still get it now. So maybe you just yeah. need to put some time and space between you and nursing. Yeah, it's only been a year. A year ago, right now, I was nursing a, a person. Yeah, um, who's hopefully soundly sleeping right now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so other symptoms are feeling tired or trouble sleeping. Mm. I have those all of the time. I know. That doesn't seem to be just related to periods for me. Um, Upset stomach, bloating, constipation, or diarrhea. That's what I think I told you that I found some things that I thought were really surprising. I have always felt like the digestive system is so closely related to, like, your body so in tune with itself. Uh, But to have stomach problems right around the start. It sounds about right to me. (laughs) Oh, kind of like a total flushing of the system? Yeah. 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 Well, that and just like the... Yeah, because I get that too. Um, I get a lot of stomach problems at the beginning where my cramps are bad. And I feel like maybe it's like the contractions of like your uterus or something. I just just did the contraction motion with my hand. I'm doing it too now. Like I'm (laughs) playing a tiny accordion with my fingers. Little squid. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, it's something about the movement down there just, you know, makes everything that much more yeah. worse. Or, I don't know. But, yeah, I have that, too. Um, headache or backache? I haven't really had the backache. I definitely have. And it's um, unpleasant. And it reminds me of the, the – we talked about this on one of the episodes. Your friend that had problems at our oh, house. Oh, with the intense cramping. Really bad back pain all the way through because it was like a whole wraparound right she mm-hmm. couldn't even move um and later in life i would have i would have to move i have heating pads out here because my husband has back problems now Aww. but uh i would have to take the heating pad and move it from front to back like throughout the course of an afternoon of Aww. laying on the couch just because it was like one hurts and then this feels better and now this hurts and this feels better so um and it's weird, but again, I think that's all sort of the interconnectedness of, like, the area. Right. So. Um, uh, appetite changes or food cravings? We eat chocolate. I'm just saying. Yeah, but I eat chocolate year-round. It doesn't matter. I do, too. But I like I have said, there's no, there's no time that I want to eat a whole pizza to myself more than when the night is dark and full of tears. <laughs> Sorry, it's Game of Thrones. I know, I know. I'm not, I love it. I'm glad it's that season again. Um, so I, so good, not, 
Clue isn't a sponsor. They're like my favorite period <laughs> people right now. So in their app, the um, I don't know what you use, but I'm just gonna show you really quick. Um, you get to control like so. Right now, I'm on day 14 of my current cycle. So tomorrow, I'm reaching peak fertility, guys. Mia. <laughs> and she's uh, staying at our mom and dad's house. Yeah. So get excited. Definitely not interested in <laughs> men at all right now. Um, but basically, like, you go in and it allows you to pick the different things that you want to track. And so I've added, um, there's like sleep and energy levels, but I've added uh, the cravings one to mm. see. Because there are nights where, like, I, um, you know, eat eat regular throughout the day um go to bed or you know my daughter goes to bed and I hang out and like watch Netflix or finish work or read or whatever but I'm just like dying to eat something sweet before Mm. I go to bed and I never crave salty before bed but I will crave salty during the day so I've started tracking that to see if it has anything to do with my cycle or if I'm just like a rando person but um yeah I really like this because like I'm, I'm able to track my um skin quality and then Whoa. i've started co- i've started tracking the toilet icon which oh is yeah stool quality ah. um because i've been having issues but i think a lot of it is related to moving anxiety so i'm hoping yeah. that that clears up um but yeah i just love the clue app um i'm pretty sure that it's free uh and they have like a whole social network thing too but i don't not all into that just no, yet. Oh yeah. I just like learning about me. I want to hear more about me. Don't we all? <laughs> Tell me more about you. Uh, okay. So next up, joint or muscle pain? Yeah, that's weird because like I have so much joint and muscle pain yeah, all the time. Like it's like now. tension. Like, I don't know that it's related to my period. I'm yeah. like, I'm getting old and it hurts. <laughs> Trouble with concentration or memory? I haven't tracked when I feel that, but it could be. I, yeah, again, I never felt that way until after babies mm-hmm. and well, when I was pregnant, pregnant. brain yeah. and, and post-pregnant brain where now all you worry about is keeping people alive. Like I never, now I notice it all the time where I'll be in the middle of a sentence and can't remember where we left off. I think I did that in this episode already. Well, to be fair, we thought we were going to be murdered and that's pretty distracting. I was still pretty sure they were dumping out their McDonald's. I thought that there could be a serial killer out there. Um, you never know. You're supposed to walk by 16 of them in your lifetime or something like that. that I, I might have my numbers wrong. It's so <laughs> upsetting. Oh Maybe my not 16 God. serial killers, but 16 people who have killed a person in your life. How many of them can be from self-defense? Uh, mm, a quarter. <laughs> you know, one fourth. That seems like a good odd. I it can be I more in your mind if you feel want. like you just made that up. That's I did not. Just that's that. not working for the me. Number sixteen, I did not make up. Um, okay, so now the fun ones: tension, irritability, mood swings, or crying spells. <laughs> My favorite. That's legit. I've had all of those in the same day. Mm. Yeah, a bunch of times. Yeah, I mean, it sucks when it's like something that doesn't really bother you. All of a sudden, is the biggest fucking deal ever mm-hmm. and how the fuck could you not know that how dare you like that time mm-hmm. where i had to leave my apartment unexpectedly because of a realtor thing Whoa. and i could not get my shit together and i was texting you and crying and like 
I just could not get it together because it was unexpected and I knew I was getting my period. Mm. So, uh, yeah, but I just had to, like, ride the wave. There was, like, no way to get around it. Just had to go through it. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, that sucked. But the conditioner that I bought. (laughs) (laughs) Because buying stuff does make you feel better. Yeah, so I went and I bought that. It it was an expensive keratin treatment conditioner, which with having bleached hair, like, if any keratin or, like, lutein that I can add to my hair is, like, helps it make just, like, a little bit less, like, straw. Mm. So, yeah, I used the rest of it right before I left town. Yeah. I was like, worth it. <laughs> I can't uh, fly with you on an airplane. <laughs> uh, and the last symptoms uh, can be anxiety or depression. Yeah. Which I definitely felt like all of the sudden hopeless and mm. like can't focus on work or the things I have to do for, you know, seemingly no reason. And I'm, and I already suffer from anxiety and depression. So I'm like, the heightened sense is it of coming those. back yeah. or is this just period related and it will be over in you know four days so that's that's a fun time um so where should we go from here i've looked up oh i was reading this um hypothesis uh on this website sciencenews.org to your husband <laughs> science fan and it was Aww. uh let's see A new hypothesis posits that PMS is evolutionarily useful for making women leave an infertile partnership. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Where did it go? Crazy cave ladies. No, 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 no. Ah. Okay. Okay, he hypothesized that when a woman had an infertile partner and menstruated monthly... The hostility associated with PMS could be evolutionarily advantageous. Um, Women with PMS might direct anger at their partners, increasing the likelihood that the partnership will dissolve, leaving the woman free to find a better and presumably more fertile male. (laughs) Oh my god. I mean, it's just a hypothesis. A hypothesis all about, like... But I thought that was pretty entertaining. Let's get divorced. (laughs) Here's an explanation. Here's an evolutionary explanation for lady rage. (laughs) It's good for you. It is good for you. So I found this Slate article that I told you about um, that came out pretty close, about 20 days after the election. So I remember seeing this and being like, fuck that fucking fuck who wrote that fucking bullshit <laughs> oh man because oh. it's written by, it's written bum, by ba, a man a man and the title of the article is is pms real with the fuck subhead you. or is it a figment of our menstruation fearing culture um, but that's yeah i mean i really just don't even want to read this again to give it any credence <laughs> But did you just read the title? Like, did you read the article back I remember, then? I remember reading it back then. And, and did it like, infuriate you even more as you read it? Or did he, is it kind of like the title that I read where it was like, we don't all have PMS, but it's true. We don't. Right. Well, because no two women have the same symptoms. Right. So, I don't know. But that's where I think it's important. I didn't, 
it may, it's, it's interesting that you do it like there is it's a diagnosable syndrome because it doesn't it doesn't require you to have the same symptoms as someone else it requires you to have multiple symptoms right associated with the premenstrual condition that are affecting your life I just have to be really skeptical of anything that a man writes right about a woman's experience that comes to a definitive conclusion. Yeah, and that's why the one that I read was from Clue and written by three women together. Yeah. So they're making a good point. They're saying we all say, oh, oh, I'm just PMSing, but we don't actually have PMS. It's We're kind of like experiencing syndrome thing. or symptoms, but don't right. have the syndrome. Right. Like, I don't feel like I have the syndrome. I've never felt like I needed to pursue help managing my symptoms beyond what I already experienced. Um, I mean, short of taking, like, my doll and, and complaining. Mm. <laughs> or birth control. I definitely got a birth control to help curb the symptoms. Yeah. At one point. Um, oh, man. I totally had something I wanted to say, and I just blanked. Ah, I'm sorry. Baby brain. No, I'm just kidding doesn't make any sense yeah man that sucks i really just blanked (laughs) (laughs) is pms real (laughs) oh i remember what i was gonna say it's like people's like i'm guilty of this i've never been um diagnosed with ocd but I talk about <laughs> my OCD tendencies, right? Yeah. Um, of just like. They're there. They're there, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. We shared a room. You were the wrong person to talk to about this. Um, There's a line, and everything on your side of the line is really <gasps> messy and terrible, oh and mine is very tidy and orderly. <laughs> Get your life together, Tondi. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean you're only in second grade? Um, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, but I feel like PMS falls into, like, that category of, like, talking about things where you're, you're just trying to get across a certain idea that people have of, of an experience and might not necessarily have, like, a diagnosis involved. Um, That's why I feel guilty around people who are diagnosed OCD um, because then yeah. I think I always think of like Michael J. Fox on Scrubs when he guest starred as the doctor the surgeon that had OCD where he like had finished the surgery hours before but he was stuck Scrubbing washing his, his hands, hands. yeah, yeah. Um, and I have never struggled with anything like that yeah um, in fact the idea of washing my hands too many times um, <sighs> makes me cringy because then I just think of like how dry my skin would be and I hate that feeling of dry skin yeah But, I mean, if a person that actually has OCD, like, that is just out of their control. Mm -hmm. And they have to do it. Or they feel compelled to. Compulsed? That's not a word. Compelled. (laughs) (laughs) They have a compulsion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I made a weird face and you stared and I lingered. Oh, it's so weird looking you in the eyes and talking about periods. But this is what adults do when they have a conversation. That's true. Yeah. They're just usually not recording it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. 
So I realize now that we're recording this that I found these other articles that I thought were super great, but then I didn't read them because I was talking to your husband about the infertility hypothesis that I thought was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like the premise of this article. Yes, PMS is real, and so is our tendency to ignore women's pain. Ooh, I like the title of that article also. And it kind of talks about, I'm just skimming, but like ovarian cysts and um, um, what's the Aunt Shannon uh, endometriosis. Ooh, yeah. Like how that gets confused, I think, with period pain with typical period pain and so it gets you know dismissed and people yeah. don't get the treatment that they actually need for a very serious medical condition um yeah it's it's hitting on all those let's see the american college of obstetricians and gynecologists estimates that around 85 percent of women will experience at least one symptom of pms over the course of their menstrual cycle and yet scientists still don't have a definitive list of those symptoms, or for that matter, a concrete knowledge of what causes PMS in the first place. It's all wrapped up in that mysterious endocrine system. No, yeah, and just everybody's body is different. Yeah. What is this, the Yentl syndrome? Oh, a doctor's tendency to misdiagnose women's heart attacks as lesser problems. <sighs> Oh my gosh, do you know that, um... The symptoms for a, a heart attack for a woman are completely different from a man's? Yeah, I had to look them up because I was having these weird chest pains, but not chest pains, like... Like palpitations? It, um... It was, like, in the center of my chest after I worked out, and I bent over and had this shooting pain, and I was like, well, that's not right. Um, and then it went away. But sometimes when you are a woman having a heart attack, that happens. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like, women can have heart attacks that, like, don't actually kill them. I believe for it. days. Like, I believe it. You can it. be experiencing symptoms of a heart attack, having issues, and then, yeah. So. How often do you hear she died of a heart attack? Not often, because. I'm trying to know. think. I can't I think like, of an example at all. I mean. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't... But I I do... I mean, you... I mean, it's got to exist. He, it just feels like, you know, we hear that he died of a heart attack, but then she died of, like, complications. Or, like, heart disease. Right. Like, yeah, heart yeah, failure. Still, like, that's interesting. So what are the symptoms if you're a woman? Um, I'm just trying to remember. All I did was, like, look up what I was experiencing, and oh. it was all, like... Um, if you're feeling any of this stuff, just go to the ER. And I was like, well, that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, capitalism. Yeah. So, um... So, I thought I was having a heart attack in college one time. Um, and I went into the, the, what do they call it? Like, the student health center. Mm -hmm. And, um... They laughed at you. No. They laughed at me. No. <laughs> they, uh, the doctor examined me. And told me that there's, like, a certain condition where the cartilage that's, like, in between your ribs and your heart can get inflamed. Mm. And that puts pressure where you're not used to experiencing pressure. 
And so um, what I needed to do is just take like Tylenol and drink some water and that will help. Reduce the inflammation. Yeah, yeah. reduce the inflammation and then it stops. And and it's happened a couple of times in my life since then, but um, yeah. Well, and for me, it happened after I had like a really it wasn't good, a shooting hard day. workout. Yeah. And like almost right after because I'd been over in the shower to grab shampoo or whatever. And it was like, wow, that didn't feel good. But if, especially when you run, you get your heart up to such a high rate. heart rate yeah. that I would expect that sometimes you could be like, quote, air quotes, sore when you are working that muscle. Oh, like your heart as an organ itself is like sore? Right. Interesting. But I can I see that because you're true. Then, then you're like, I don't know. I don't get shooting pains in my thigh or like my. Yeah, but like, do you ever remember Dad talking about his liver feeling cold from having to process so much, <laughs> no. so much alcohol? Oh my God, no! Uh, I was like, I don't know where the liver is, but that sounds pretty bad. Yeah. Well, and I always I assume it was a joke. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Are we telling too many family secrets in this episode? I don't know. Uh, It'll be okay. Your dad talked to you about ovulation. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah, that was a good times. I'm trying to think of PMS stuff. Well, we talked about PMS, but we didn't touch on, like, PMDD. Right. I did see something about that, but I did not look into it at all. Did you? Um... I remember looking into this because I went to, I think also back in college when I went to Planned Parenthood and was talking to them and got prescribed birth control because I was having such bad um, symptoms and I thought I was like a PMS person and and like thanks WebMD. Um, oh my gosh, read it's about always cancer. P- no, read about PMDD oh. <laughs> and felt like, oh my God, everything is so terrible that maybe I have this. Um, and I definitely didn't. And so that's kind of the thing that you were saying with, like, thing of, like, oh, do I have that? Or do I have the tendencies of that? Especially as, like, a college student, it was so dramatic. Everything, like, something had to be wrong with me because I wasn't... Well, I feel like <laughs> teens and early 20s, everything's... We've talked about this before, but, like, everything... You kind of operate with everything being at an 11. Yeah. Um, so, uh, PMDD or premenstrual dysphoric disorder is PMS, but, um, when the symptoms are incredibly severe. So we probably do know a lot of people that have it. Maybe, but if we look at the way that some of this is being classified, like, do we even know a lot of people who actually have PMS or are just experiencing the symptoms, but not to the point where their daily lives are being affected? Because if you think that, that PMS is you have to have multiple premenstrual symptoms and it's affecting your when when the symptoms are happening and it's affecting your daily life right then it has to be so severe in order to be classified as PMDD that you like can't work i would guess like uh like, yeah i would being, think yeah so if i think of any of those symptoms being severe aside from like food cravings yeah <laughs> <laughs> i could keep working through that I could, because there's things like Postmates and stuff now, right? Like, Yeah. Listen, I know that you just came to my office, but I'm going to need you to go back to Dick's and get me a double-double. 
Oh my gosh, that's so <laughs> weird because Dick's that I'm used to is like the sporting goods place. <laughs> but out here, we're in Seattle right now. It's the burger oh, yeah. joint. Oh yeah, it is. They accept debit cards now and credit cards oh, for is all of you who are interested. For the longest time, it was cash only. Oh. Uh, but now it's not. Anyway, God, now I just can't stop thinking about a double double. Oh. Um, I'm glad we got away from Big Mac territory. <laughs> Dix is also a food that you have to probably be pretty drunk to eat. Or really hungover. Or Great. very tired. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Maybe cheeseburgers aren't the way to go. I don't know. I love cheeseburgers with I bacon. I too, but I, yeah, yeah. They don't have to look disgusting to be delicious, do they? I think they kind of do. Aww. Well, ex- I, exception to um, any like, like barbecue in someone's backyard yeah. that you go to, you get to make that thing, and it's going to look beautiful Sometimes. until you eat it. It depends <laughs> on who's cooking. Well, that's true. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know how we got back to food, but... <laughs> PMS symptoms. Uh, so there's premenstrual symptoms, premenstrual syndrome, and then premenstrual dysphoric disorder. Right. So majority of us are probably experiencing symptoms. Symptoms, yeah. But not necessarily to the point where it's causing you to not be able to go on with your day when you're experiencing them. Um, when it is, that's when you're experiencing PMS, the syndrome, most likely. Right. Go to your doctor, talk to them, get diagnosed. We're not telling you, we're not WebMD. I mean, but what does a diagnosis get you? Uh, just a different treatment plan. Oh, but okay. I would think the treatment plan is kind of in line with, like like I said, I got on birth control at one point to help right. curb some of the symptoms I was having. Um, maybe there's diet changes or things they can do to help you. Gosh. Um, I think the only symptom birth control treated me for was, like, unwanted pregnancy. Mine... <laughs> <laughs> It depended, obviously, on the kind. I did the Depo-Provera shot, and that messed me up for a while. I, I can't recommend that to anyone. I don't even know if they do Is it Is that the shot in the arm? Yeah. Three months of birth control in your arm. Mm-hmm. And so I had, like, crazy random periods. I had sometimes where the whole three months I wouldn't have a period at all. Sometimes I would have a period almost the entire time. Ooh. Or at least, like, light spotting. Mm-hmm. Um... And then, uh, and yeah, just, it wasn't great. But if it works for you, it works for you. <laughs> I think the, um, like, the long-term IUDs and, like, some of that stuff has been really great. Where they can help you not have... Like the ring and stuff like babies. that. Babies. Well, but especially the non-hormonal kinds. Like, if oh, you don't have like the copper. copper allergies and stuff, yeah, then yeah. you can do a non-hormonal IUD and... Um, it's going to prevent you from getting pregnant, but but not mess with your system. Because sometimes, I mean, that is what birth control is doing a lot of times, right? It's like tricking your hormones so that your body thinks you're pregnant, even though you're not, so that it doesn't, the, so that it just is like, yeah, let's get this all out of here. Um, and if it doesn't have to do that, if it just prevents you from getting pregnant. Did you, did you ever have an IUD? Uh, no, I was about to get an IUD, and then I got very pregnant. Ooh. Yeah. I've never had one either. I have a fear of, um, like, 
foreign objects in my body. You would not like the Esher implants that I have. <laughs> oh, for, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm like, I know I would be this percent that maybe it didn't happen to, but I would have anxiety about it embedding. Mm. Or, I mean, I did hear, I had a, f- a friend with a personal experience that they it like punched through and mm. super painful and yeah. they had to have it like surgically removed <laughs> so she was not um in in big favor of that yeah i can imagine oh my gosh um what else periods man yeah <laughs> kind of the worst but not now that we're all happy and talking about them I guess, what would the main message about PMS be that we would like people to understand? Um, Let's start with that it's real. Right. (laughs) Well, it's real in that it exists in so many different forms, I guess. Yeah. And that even, yeah, I guess even if you aren't a person who has PMS, premenstrual syndrome, as we stated, every woman, almost every single woman, has at least some premenstrual symptoms that are unpleasant right. to deal with. Um, so, this idea of like, oh God, women just bitch about everything and um, let's just sweep it under the rug or like pretend that it isn't real just because I don't know what that experience is like myself. Right. It's like, we need to be done with that idea. I mean, the chances are that if you know a woman who doesn't show any symptoms um, she's throughout secretly plotting her to month, murder you. she's secretly <laughs> plotting to murder you. But also, it could be that her symptoms aren't severe or that she has figured out a way to manage them mm-hmm. or that she is hiding her experiences from you because she doesn't want to be viewed as one of those, you know, erratic, emotional you know people who suffer from pms uh like a you know a dumb stereotype right um or that it's not so that was one of the things it's not all just about a bad mood right it's not just oh i'm pmsing so i'm bitchy or i'm crying it's not i mean maybe she's only experiencing things like god i slept like shit last night again and it's like the third night in a row and i'm about to start my period or that i have food cravings and you don't notice because you also want taco del mar for lunch (laughs) like it isn't it it's not fair to classify it as just like oh bad mood pms yeah because we talked about what the symptoms are and they're wide and they're varied and every single woman experiences the symptoms differently and maybe not all of them and maybe not the same ones as you're expecting her to. So, do you ever have a situation come up where someone calls you out for kind of that behavior and it is during your period? Uh, I have before. Um, I'm trying to remember how I reacted. And knowing me, kind of like the bullish, loudmouth that I love to be. I'm pretty sure I was like, yeah, I am fucking menstruating. Are you, are you happy now? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. My, like, I'm the same. Like, there's just something about not being able to defeat your own biology in those moments to me that's just so, it's like, I feel like pure rage. 
mm. of like fuck yeah like, this is happening i'm like living this stereotype right now like and i can't get out of it and everything just fucking sucks yeah um well because it's something as little as like okay great pete fuck you like i'm on the same deadline as you and i also i just fucking bled through my pants yeah. so go fuck yourself sorry bro <laughs> like oh my gosh <laughs> fuck you pete i don't i don't really know what pete so that was if if you're my friend named pete i don't think i even have a friend named i don't pete. think i have any friends named pete either and if we are oh my god i'm so sorry that i forgot oh, you. i know a peter but mm. he's like would i mean he, I think he only ever had sisters. He's an amazing human being. I'll just go out ahead and say I was thinking of Pete from Mad Men because he sucked oh, all Pete the time. Oh, Pete from Mad Men is the my worst. My go-to, I hate you, bro, guy. So that was where that came from. I was talking to Dad this week about how much I hate Pete <laughs> from, from Mad Men. God, he's just has. I, I know that's not fair to assign that to that actor. No, I mean it's he a does testament a to his good job acting. of acting, but I just hate that guy so much. Oh my god. You know, I bet he gets that a lot. Who did he... He married one of the... Rory. Yeah. From Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Alexis Bledel. That's right. Because she guested on that show. And, yep. Yeah. And it was a match made in Hollywood heaven. Yeah. Oh, she's so cute. Okay. Sorry. So, main points. Main takeaways. PMS is real. Not everyone experiences it the same way. Yes. You may or may not have it. Yes. Um, if it's severe, you should talk to somebody. Yeah. If you have symptoms that you don't feel like are manageable or that you are, it is affecting your day-to-day life when you're having them, that's when you need to talk to a doctor and figure out what the treatment plan, like what's available to you, what's out there. And I would say if you are experiencing like anxiety or depression or like the mood stuff outside of the window of your, of your period that that's a good indication that it's not PMS related. You should definitely follow up with somebody about that. Yeah. So are you starting here soon? Oh, like tomorrow. I Seriously? Think. Yeah. Have you had cramps? Uh, no, this time around it has been all food all the time. And then, um, I really... Oh my gosh. Is that why you wanted to eat ice cream tonight after Fuck dinner? You. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> Hey guys, I know we just had a giant meal. Let's eat some ice cream. Let's eat some ice cream. Uh, I already tried to end it. I'm sorry. Are you ready to end it? I think so. How do we end this thing? With a period. (gasps) With a period. In real life.